Hello friends, welcome to the After Hours Lounge. Welcome back if you are a regular listener. My name is Sandy and I am your host. And welcome especially to this episode, the first of what I am calling the Sofa Sessions. So, going to change things up a little bit. As I said, going into this year, I really wanted to put full commitment into the podcast, put everything behind it um, and really try and try and get this thing going. I felt like I didn't put that much effort in last year. So, with an effort of putting an episode out every week, that can be difficult, especially when I'm trying to juggle everything else I do in my life. Um, so, I've decided to do this every every three episodes. So I have uh, three weeks of, I have one guest every week, uh, and then on the fourth week, there will be a sofa sessions. Um, these podcasts are going to be a bit more me talking about uh, things that I've been up to, reading, watching, consuming, lessons I've learned over the month. I'll go through one big lesson that I took from the previous three episodes. So essentially this is going to be like a monthly roundup, I suppose. So I'll go through one lesson I've learned from each of the previous three podcasts. Um, yeah, have a chat about what I've been watching, what I've been consuming, some lessons I've learned, some cool things that I've been checking out. Um, and kind of take it from there. I want this to be really interactive. That's what I'd like it to be. I'd like it to get to the point where you guys are kind of messaging me throughout the month going, oh, can we talk about this on Sofa Sessions? If you guys have specific questions, I'd love it if you guys sent them in to me and I can answer them on here as well. And just try and turn this into um, a bit more of a community and and get you guys talking uh, as well, just as much as me. Um, So that's the plan with the sofa sessions. I'm quite excited about it. I think it's going to be good. It's going to really help me out um, with just balancing my life. Um, But yeah, sofa sessions. So here we go. Episode one of sofa sessions. Sofa sessions. I'm saying sofa sessions too many times. Let's go. Right, here we are. Sofa sessions, as if I didn't say it enough in the intro. Um, So, as I said, I'm going to be just sort of going over, uh, to start with, three lessons that I have learned from the previous three episodes. Uh, So, kicking off, first of all, um, I had Richie Norton on. Um, Richie, he's an ex-professional rugby player. He's far more than just a wellness coach. Uh, He's an author. Um, He does sort of workshops all about kind of fitness, mindset. He practices yoga, breath work all manner of just keeping yourself in check. Um, It was great to have Richie on. He's been on my list of people I've wanted to talk to for quite a long time. Um, Yeah, it it was just a great conversation. Um, And I highly recommend you go check it out. But the biggest thing that I took um, from from my conversation with Richie um, was he, he was discussing about if you're... The big thing he was talking about was how how much you can change throughout your life what you're doing. And it doesn't matter if you do something, you fail, you go on to something different, you do something, you fail, you go on to something different. Through doing that is how you figure out who you actually are and what you actually want to do. And a lot of people don't ever do that. And I think they end up getting to the twilight years and they regret that because they kind of just stuck to something that was perhaps a bit more safe. And I'm not just talking about career here, I'm talking about everything. Um, so the first thing, well, the biggest thing Richie said was if you are feeling a bit lost in your life and you're unsure what to do whether it's you know trying to find a job or coming out of a relationship and anything like that if you're at a point where you're just feeling a bit lost the first thing the best place to start is by working on your physical health and that's something that's really rang true with me especially in the last year 
when I've got really into Brazilian jiu-jitsu and it and I'm sorry I waffle on about it so much on the podcast but there's a reason for that um it has become like the anchor of my day like if I don't go to jiu-jitsu I I I kind of finish the day a bit frustrated and almost feeling a bit lacking um it, it's the first I mean beyond windsurfing it's the only like exercise I feel like I've ever really stuck at it's quite different to windsurfing as well but you know I do actually have to go to a gym and, and things like that um and windsurfing you're like always like yeah I'm gonna go windsurfing whereas sometimes jujitsu even you know I'm like oh I can't be bothered I won't go you know it's treated a bit more as a workout whereas windsurfing perhaps isn't um you know and and the fact that I've stuck at it and everything like that it, it has become that thing which the rest of my day is anchored around and by starting and going I'm going to work on my physical health it directly correlates to how how I am mentally if I know that my body is tired and I've exercised not only does it make me feel a bit less guilty if I decide to eat a massive meal it's not just about that it's not just about losing weight or anything like that but putting putting yourself through stress deliberately whether it's picking heavy stuff up and putting it down again or wrestling another human being putting yourself under stress deliberately means that when you come to stress uh that's unexpected you you can deal with it a lot better your stress receptors are far more used to dealing with holy shit you know you're not going to go into that fight or flight anxious mode as quickly if you start conditioning your body to getting used to it and that will directly correlate to your mind. Um, and I found, you know, if I don't go to jujitsu, I am a lot more skittish throughout the day. And sure, there are some days where I don't go, and I don't think I don't think you should be training every day or anything like that. You know, I train like five times a week. Um, for example, today it's Monday. I haven't trained today, and sometimes I don't because it's Monday and I've got other things to do. I like to with work. Um, I like to what I suppose I call front load my week. So I like to get less busy as the week goes on. Uh, so Monday is a very busy day of work for me. Sometimes I do go to jiu-jitsu on a Monday, but today I haven't because I had a load of work to do. And I thought, do you know what? Actually, I'll get that done. And then it's a beautiful day. I'm probably going to go for a little walk after I've recorded this. Um, but yeah, that was a big lesson I took from from Richie. Obviously, I've perhaps embellished it slightly um, with my own experiences and learnings and stuff. But that's the point of the sofa sessions. Um, so yeah, if you're feeling lost in life and you don't know where to start, you don't know what to do, start by working on your physical health doesn't matter what it is even if it is just going for a walk put a podcast in i know a good one put a podcast in listen to a book you know or just listen to some music but take yourself out and do something where you're moving your body um your mind will thank you for it i said I, this is not me framing it as you need to go and lose weight and get fitter now nah, it's, it's 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 about what it will do to your 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 mental well-being um, yeah, I'm sure you guys have heard it many times before, but that was a really nice way of saying it, of if you're feeling lost. Um, so yeah, that was a big thing that I took from Richie, and I hope you guys, uh, if you did listen to that, that was something that you latched onto as well. Um, but again, Sofa Sessions, as we build this, I'd love you guys to get involved. Send me some questions. Send me send me lessons that you've taken from the podcast as well, and we can talk about it on here. Um, yeah, on to the next one then, Mr. Ben Williams. Uh, ben is a tech founder of a company called Lupin, um, which is a kind of AI software aimed at helping um, companies help their employees deal with with burnout and their mental well-being. Uh, ben is also a an author uh, and an ex Royal Marine Commando. 
Um, he's also been on the Diary of a CEO podcast with Stephen Bartlett, which made me very nervous before I was talking to him. Obviously, that is a huge podcast. I think the biggest podcast in Europe, definitely probably the biggest in the UK. Um, so yeah, I was like, you know, pretty pretty nervous. I was like, is he going to chat to me and be like, who, who is this loser when he's been on with Stephen Bartlett? And as Ben said, you know, Stephen sort of said to him at the end, what what car do you want to come and pick you up and call the car and all this and it's all very fancy but unfortunately I'm not a not a millionaire so um, I couldn't do that and we chatted over Zoom anyway so it would have been useless me sending a car but anyway that's I should be focusing on that I had an amazing conversation with Ben and it was it's been one of the best received um, podcasts I've recorded to date uh, I had so many messages after saying how awesome it was and how much I was saying like, how much it helped but people just took something from it I think it's a big problem at the moment this whole workplace burnout um, companies are more demanding and people are getting paid less than ever and everything is getting really expensive so the stresses put on people in the workplace to perform are higher because they're so worried and with the amount of people getting laid off and things especially in you know in tech um, it's a worrying time so it can be understandable that uh, people are having a bit of a meltdown at work so yeah I felt like it was a, the right time for the conversation um, and I've loved that people have seen the value in it uh, and I certainly took a lot from it and one of the main things I took from that was Ben telling a story about when he was in the Marines um, if anyone has done any research or knows anything about the Royal Marines their training is very very tough um, only a, a very very small amount of, of candidates actually get through the, the basic training and, and pass out as Royal Marine Commandos so doing that in itself makes you a, a pretty pretty alpha human being um, and one of those is they kind of do this huge walk over Dartmoor um, and, and Ben was talking about this story of when they were walking across Dartmoor and he's got his big bergen on, his big rucksack and they're walking and, and the the officer or whatever, sorry, I, I don't know yeah, the, the officer, the guy in charge of the of um, of the kind of test, the walk sort of said, oh yeah, no, it, we're stopping when we get past this post, you know, a fence post on the path and he's like, we'll stop when we get past this post and Ben was like, oh yeah, sweet and then they got to the post and he was like, right, carry on. And you're like, hang on a minute, weren't we stopping here? And what Ben realised is actually, rather than focusing on the post coming up and going, oh, we're getting close to the end, it was just break, make that smaller and go, I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other. And that sounds so basic. And it's something I've talked about a lot with my one game at a time. You know, it, it sounds so, such a basic thing to do, but... And it's something I've already talked about quite a bit, but for someone of Ben's calibre to reaffirm that mindset for me meant meant a lot. And it I, it made me feel like I was on the right path and doing the right things. Um, now, for me, taking that into daily action, that sort of one, one foot in front of the other, one game at a time, sometimes I wake up, you know, and, and depression, anxiety, whatever, rears its ugly head. I get out of bed and I just know something's wrong. And, and now, rather than me give up and go and sit on the sofa, which, by the way, also is fine. Sometimes, that if that's what you need, that's what you need to do. And if, if you're able to do that without letting, you know, without losing your job or, or anything like that, without dramatic consequences, then you should absolutely do that. And that, that leads on to the burnout. So, you got, yeah, go and listen to the rest of the conversation for, for more, more about that. Um, but for me, rather than give up on the day... I'll go, do you know what, I'm just going to do one little thing. I'll just send one email. I'll just send one email or I'll just write one one post or I'll just do one little task. And then usually I go and do that task and I go, oh, all right, I'll just do one more and I'll just do one more. And then it'll get to the middle of the day and I go, oh, 
I don't really want to go to jiu-jitsu, I'm tired, I can't be bothered, my brain's not feeling very good, but what I'll do is I'll just pack my bag and I'll just walk there. It's like a 15-minute walk there. And it's a nice walk, I get to listen to my book and stuff, so I'm like, I'll just walk towards that direction and if I don't go to the gym, I'll just turn around and do like a loop and walk home and then at least I've been for a little walk. And then I'll end up at jiu-jitsu and I'll do jiu-jitsu and I'll come home and, then, and, 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 and so on and so on. And before I know it, it's the end of the day and I've had a really productive day. But rather than setting out these huge tasks, I've kind of, I suppose, microdosed my productivity. Ooh, that's good. Clip that. I've microdosed my productivity into these kind of bite-sized achievements. To and, th- and then suddenly, as I said, I get to the end and I'm like, oh, well done, Sandy. Well done. And then what that does, that has a compounding effect and that just reaffirms your belief of who you are. If you spend all day sitting around doing fuck all and you feel like you're a lazy piece of shit, you're going to look for evidence of that. And if you just look to the day you've just had where you've sat around and done nothing, you're going to start to believe that. And that will also compound. Whereas, if I get to the end of the day and I look back to the start of that day and go, you were really low this morning, you didn't want to do anything. And then I go, actually, I've done a full day of work, I've gone to the gym and trained, I've come home and now I'm cooking cooking a beautiful dinner. And then I start to affirm in my own head, like, oh, you're a pretty productive little motherfucker, aren't you? Sorry for swearing, mum. But you're like, oh, pretty good. And then that, that, and that just carries on. Then the next day you wake up and you're like, well, yesterday I smashed it. So today I can smash it as well. And before you know it, you, you've essentially rewritten what's going on in your head. And all that started with one foot in front of the other, one game at a time. So that was my lesson that I took from, from Ben. As I said, make sure you go back and listen to the whole conversation. And the same can be said with Richie as well. Um, yeah, um, the yeah, the episodes I've put out, if I say so myself, have been fantastic this year. Not because of me, of course. Purely, yeah, the, the guests. I'm not talking about me. I'm not bigging myself up. Yeah, but Richie and Ben, both with some very sage counsel, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, make sure you listen to those. And then, finally... Uh, my third episode of 2023 and uh, the last lesson I will go through on these sofa sessions was from Mr. James Dyer. Now, I was a bit, not like emotional, but I had, this episode has done like numbers. It's maybe on track to become the the most listened to episode I've ever done and it's been out for five days, which is mad. Um, James is the far- oh, no, sorry. James is the digital editor in chief of uh, Empire Magazine, a film magazine that I have been reading since I was 11 years old. Um, he is also one of the hosts of the Empire Film Podcast um, and the Pilot TV Podcast. The Empire Film Podcast has been around, I think, since 2012. I think that's what they said, 2012 or 2013. They've been in the podcast game like before anyone except Joe Rogan, <laughs> like. They've been doing it for a long time and they are masters at it. And that is my favourite podcast to listen to. As I've said before, I, I don't actually listen to much uh, sort of mental health podcasty stuff. Um, I get a bit overwhelmed. I think maybe because I record episodes and talk to people about this, I find if I then go and listen to it, it kind of scrambles my brain a little bit and it's almost like too much information. Um, I tend to prefer the kind of escapism style of actually listening to, to James and his co-hosts, um, Chris Hewitt and Helen O'Hara, uh, to name some of them, they have loads of the team come and join it, but those three are the kind of main ones. Um, listening to them talking about the movie news of that week, reviews, interviews with with um, filmmakers, actors, things like that. You know, I'm a huge fan 
of uh, film and TV and have been since a kid. You know, I was, as I said, I was 11 years old when I started getting Empire Magazine and I had a subscription basically my whole life, still do now. Um, although it comes onto my iPad now, I don't actually get the physical magazine, which does make me sad sometimes. Um, but yeah, James, uh, in case, sorry, I've wa- I just waffled so much. James has been on my list to come on the podcast since day one. Um, I've messaged him many times over the years, but then I don't know whether maybe the podcast has enough clout now. Um, or maybe just a message got through to him but I, I pinged him a message a few weeks ago he came basically straight back um, and said I'm really passionate about this mental health thing I've, I've also heard James talk about mental health on the Empire podcast before and, and that was a big reason why I didn't just want to get him on just because oh, I get to have a conversation with a guy I like you know ge- generally of course there is a, an element of that when I'm looking for guests um, but also generally I, I like to feel like they will actually have something to say other than me just getting to fanboy out talking to them um, and James has talked on numerous occasions um, about mental health and, and escapism and things like that and that was something I really wanted to talk about because it's a personal experience of mine um, and that's what I use film and TV for, for escapism, for my mental health and things. Um, so anyway, on to the lesson. Uh, yeah, so James came on. Um, actually, I was very surprised. I don't think he'd mentioned it much before but I didn't really realise that James has ADHD and we talked really in depth about how he deals with having ADHD and the penny really dropped and I had, I've had so many messages as well from people who listen to the Empire podcast saying oh the, the penny dropped when James was talking about how he, he has ADHD and how sometimes in the podcast he, he, he they laugh about it and he, he's just not listening and then they talk to him and he switches on and, and talks and that was really it was really interesting to talk to him about that because I've had many people tell me I've probably got ADHD but actually it's a bit like everyone saying that you know, people saying everyone's autistic and people are doing these online tests and things. You know, it's it, it's not that simple, necessarily. Um, and after chatting to James, I don't know, sometimes I do wonder if I've got ADHD, but sometimes I'm like, no, maybe I'm just a bit scatty. And that's fine as well. You know, maybe I'm, I, I think sometimes I'm a bit all over the place. And actually what James said is having ADHD is almost the opposite of that. You're, you're like either hyper-focused or you're sort of, you're, you're, yeah, doing your own thing. Anyway, I'm completely butchering this. Go and listen to the episode to talk about that. That's not the lesson I'm taking from it. The big lesson that I'm taking from my conversation with James Dyer was about finding your tribe. Ooh, and I know I've spoken about this a lot before on the podcast, but it was especially applicable to James given him talking about how, you know, Empire Magazine was essentially his first job that he ever had after uni. And he was like, my dream job. I've had it ever, you know, ever since. Like, best situation you could fall into in life. And it's such an enviable situation for so many people, I, I imagine. Um, but finding that tribe of other people who love film and TV as much as he does. And I hate to use the word nerds because nerd culture is so ingrained in, like, just broader society these days. Like, you could walk down the street and have an intricate conversation about the timelines of the MCU with basically anybody on the street these days it's not restricted to comic book stores anymore Um, but you know finding other people that share really share that passion and and how important that is um, for your well-being I'm you know I see a lot of other mental health accounts posting about if you if you know if you have toxic people in your life you need to change your friendship group and, and all this stuff and the reason I don't really talk about that is because I haven't I don't really have any experience of it so I find it hard to comment because at the age of 18 I left and, and went to um, to Australia to train as a windsurfing instructor and then basically spent 10 years within the water sports industry and, and beyond my kind of three or four friends from school that I'm still extremely close friends with, beyond them, all of my friends now today are friends I've met 
um, through through windsurfing and through doing seasons and things like that. So we had this common interest, and because of that, we're still all such a close group of friends. We all meet up, men, you know, many times a year. We all spend New Year together at someone's house. We, you know, we're all extremely close. There's four or five group chats popping off all the time, and, and we're all always chatting. Um, and I think the reason for that is because we have this initial shared interest. There's never a point where we're sat there and we've got nothing to talk about. I'm not saying that the only thing we sit and talk about is windsurfing. And actually, as we're getting older and we're moving further away from doing seasons, we perhaps talk about windsurfing less and less than we ever did. And now it's more about us kind of just growing up as humans together who have a shared history, I suppose. But that initial... And, and, and essentially now, you know, I'm in my early 30s, I'm 31, like... I don't need to find my tribe anymore because I found them and it came from this shared interest and actually now through jiu-jitsu I'm, I'm potentially finding another tribe of people and that's also okay you're also allowed to belong to various different tribes but I think finding that one initially is so important um, and that was what, what James was talking about is you know on all these people and I feel like and anyone who's listened to, to James's podcast and who likes film and TV, you, you'll feel part of that Empire tribe. And I think that's part of the magic that they've captured with that podcast so well, to the point where I wanted to get him on to talk to him. You know, so that I can be part of it. And I think that's why the episode has been received so well, because James's tribe is colossal. So yeah, that's um, that's my three lessons that I've learned. If you're lost in life and you don't know what to do, start by working on your physical health. Putting one foot in front of the other instead of worrying about what's on the horizon. And find your tribe. Find some people that you share an interest with and spend time with them. Uh, they are my three lessons. Um, so, on to the next part of the Sofa Sessions. And that is what I've been reading, what I've been watching, what I have been consuming. Some recommendations. Um, I've talk I did this before on the I did a lot of Facebook lives over lockdown, um, on Insta. Oh, sorry, Instagram lives over lockdown, uh, and I've always finished it off with what I've been uh, reading, what I've been watching, and what I've been listening to, um, and and that was quite a popular part of it. And I've been trying to figure out a way of, I've been trying to figure out a way of getting that back into, um, back into the podcast. And this seems like quite a good place to do it. You know, just cleaning up, telling you guys. What I've been reading and what I've been what I've been consuming. First thing I'll tell you that I haven't been consuming is the news. Um, you know, despite the bin fire of the last three years with COVID and everything like that, I feel like a, for a little bit, the first half of last year, it felt like the world was getting better. Other than you know Russia invading Ukraine, of course, but beyond that, and that's not me downplaying the gravity of that situation, of course, but beyond that, things were perhaps starting to look up ever so slightly. And then we've just been hit by what did uh, Ben called them black swan events, and we're only ever meant to have one every three years or something. Uh, ben Williams, latest podcast, well, one of the latest podcasts, and he said we've had about seven in the last three years. The world is a dark place at the moment, and you do not necessarily need to be reminded of that all the time, especially when we all have smartphones that give us notifications. Turn your news notifications off. Stop going on Sky and BBC News. Stop scrolling on Twitter to find out what people are doing. All you will find is more division and more anger. And all it will do is fuel those emotions within you. Instead, put your focus into media that you actually enjoy. Um, and that's one of the biggest bits of advice I can give out. So with that in mind, 
what media have I been enjoying? Uh, so, I, I went into this year again, and this is a fairly common resolution these days. Everyone's so into it, which is awesome to see, but everyone's so into reading these days and talking about how, how much better reading is than any other medium and things like that. I don't read books. I listen to them. I have Audible on my phone and because I, I, I'm not very good at sitting still on the sofa and reading a book and things like that. I much prefer to go out for a walk with a book in my ears and... Um, and, and listen that way and I feel like I can really get lost and before I know it I've walked like 5 or 10k and I don't even know um, so with that again mental health things like that I don't necessarily get too into it uh, last year I listened to quite a lot of um, autobiographies I listened to Dave Grohl's one which is sick I highly recommend you listen to Dave Grohl's book The Storyteller I listened to Billy Connolly's book as a proud Scotsman Billy Connolly is a national treasure and everyone's a bit worried about how much longer he's got left. Oh, I think he's just come out of retirement again. I never know. Um, but yeah, I listened to his book, and that was awesome. I was read by him as well, and he's got one of the best voices in the business. Um, but then more recently, as a, a, a 31-year-old now, um, every guy my age, I'm sure when they were like 11 or 12, collected Warhammer. I know I certainly did. I was absolutely obsessed with it. And then recently, um, me and my friend Bruce, Bruce of this parish, Bruce has been on the podcast loads of times before, Alex Bruce, me and Bruce watched a video on YouTube, a 20-minute video explaining all of the factions in Warhammer 40,000, because one of Bruce's mates loves it. So he was telling us about how cool it is. So we watched this video explaining essentially the world, and we were like, wow, this is pretty cool. And then I am now listening to some of the Warhammer 40,000 books. There are hundreds of novels about this universe. So I kind of googled which one was the best one to start with. And there's a series called Gaunt's Ghosts, which are like, they're essentially like kind of stealth soldiers, just just doing shit in this universe. Um, and it's it's just epic. It's just escapism. It's a whole, it's a completely different universe to ours. And I can just go for a walk, put that in for half an hour, and I'm just not here. I can just get out of here for a little bit, get off this world for a bit. I mean, that world is quite a lot bleaker. You know, I think they'd much rather have Brexit in Warhammer 40k than alien invasions. But it's still great to escape and, and go somewhere somewhere else. Um, so that's what I've been listening to. In the meantime, I've also I, I want to start listening to Jimmy Carr's book. Um, I know a lot of people. I put that on a story recently, and a lot of people were like, "You should read it. You should read it. You should read it." Um, I can't remember what it's called, but just type Jimmy Carr's book in, and I'm sure it'll come up. So I'm definitely going to listen to that as well because. Um, I listened to his podcast of Diary of a CEO, and that's still one of the best single podcast episodes I've ever listened to in my life. Um, despite everything coming out about Stephen Bartlett at the moment, maybe it's just because my friend Elliot has done a deep dive on him um, and all this stuff about his how he said his valuation of social chain was about 300 million, and then now it's just been sold for 7 million. And something doesn't quite add up. And we were talking the other day about how he's kind of used this clout as an entrepreneur and all this and actually is he much of an entrepreneur is he, is he just a celebrity now and that's fine I can't take away what he's done with the podcast his podcast is sick and he has some of the best guests in the game and I very much aspire to have a podcast like Diary of a CEO one day but there's definitely something there that sometimes I don't know sometimes I find it a bit odd Stephen Bartlett I'd love to know what you guys think about him um, he does have some fanatic followers and fans and if you're out there I'm sorry if I've upset you but it's just my opinion but yeah I'd love to know your thoughts about him but yeah his episode with Jimmy Carr was particularly special in my opinion uh, make sure you check that out as well um, so yeah that's books um, 
I've been trying to get through a show called Sandman on Netflix, but it just seems to bounce around. I don't really know what's going on. Maybe I need to read the book first. Everyone says it's this perfect adaptation of the book, but it kind of throws me. I don't really know what's going on sometimes. I'm on like episode nine, so it's not like I've only watched one episode. I got through it. There was one episode where it's like every hundred years he meets up with his mate, and that was awesome. I loved that. That was so wholesome and nice. And one episode where he follows death around. This sounds really weird if you've never seen it. But yeah, go and watch it. If you like a bit of sci-fi fantasy stuff, you could probably tell I do. Um, But yeah, go check that out. And then recently I watched a film called After Sun, uh, which broke my heart. Um, it has Paul Mescal in it, who was in Normal People, that show that show about shagging that everybody loved in the first lockdown. I, d- I never watched it, because I was, I, was lo- I was in lockdown with my mum. And I remember messaging people, and they were like, watch Normal People, and I was like, could I watch it with my mum? And they were all like, absolutely do not watch it with your mum. So I was like, okay. And then I just never went back to watch it. Um, but yeah, Paul Mescal, he's actually been nominated for an Oscar for, for this, this film, uh, After Sun. Um, it's basically set in like the late 90s, and it's just... Uh, a father and daughter going on holiday to Turkey together and they're they're Scottish going on holiday to Turkey together and just the the portrayal of like male mental health just feeling inadequate and feeling like you're not a provider and feeling lonely and things is just like unbelievable and I can't give away the ending but it's kind of open to interpretation but it's devastating um, you can only watch it on Mubi at the moment, but you can get a seven-day free trial for on Amazon Prime for that. So I literally got the seven-day free trial, watched that, and then cancelled the free trial. There wasn't really much else on Mubi that caught my eye. But um, yeah, watch After Sun. I think it's coming out pretty soon as well, so it'd be easier to watch. But if you want to watch that directly, you've got to be in the mood for it. It's very arty, but it's really good. Um, if you want to watch something, you know, mental healthy, that's, that's powerful. Um... And then, of course, Black Panther 2 came on Disney Plus the other day. Fuck, I love Black Panther 2. Wakanda forever. Um, I've just got this weird fascination with, like, underwater cultures, like Atlantis and stuff like that. Obviously, Aquaman was a bit cartoony. But, yeah, this. I I wouldn't say anything else other than that, but, oh, man. The scene with the sirens at the beginning is, like, gives me chills. I listen to the soundtracks so much. Uh, And that takes me out of listening. I just listen to movie soundtracks now. Um, so yeah, Black Panther 2 soundtrack has been on rotation for the last month Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been reading, watching, consuming, everything like that and that pretty much wraps up the Sofa Sessions, first episode I hope you guys have enjoyed it, I hope this is good I hope this is a value, I hope you guys can take something from this, Um, I hope I've not waffled too much, I hope you've enjoyed it if you have enjoyed it, share it in your Instagram story, tell your mates about it it's free for you to do and it takes two seconds and you I cannot begin to tell you how much of a difference it really makes uh, now that I'm putting all this effort into the podcast and really trying to put more content out and things if you guys can share it tell your friends about it get them to follow me as well you can also go to the link in my bio if you want to you can buy me a beer there you can donate to the podcast the more of you that donate to the podcast the more time I can put into this obviously because you know uh, I, I unfortunately can't pay the bills with podcasts I need money so you can do that but equally that's why I have a day job Um, so if you want to support it just share it into your story I appreciate times are tough at the moment Um, so yeah thank you so much in advance for doing all that Uh, next episode will be out next week that will be with a guest don't worry you won't just have to listen to me Um, once again hope you guys enjoyed Sofa Sessions and we will see you for the next one big love